Welcome to episode seven. This is about renewing your soul. This is definitely one, if you have missed the rest, the one that you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. Welcome to Redefining You Podcast. This is a safe space where we are intentional about inspiring and encouraging others to redefining themselves. So today, episode seven, go back and watch one through six. Like and subscribe, please. And please share. Like, thank you for all the shares so far because like you all have been phenomenal. Yeah. Oh my God. We appreciate (laughs) the support and like... It's unheard of, like, the amount of people that reach out and say, like, that episode touched them, blessed them, it helped them through a time period. And so we're super excited to drop this one. This episode, so we've done, like, pretty much, like, four through six was, like, hard work. Ooh, yes. Yeah. It's a few that, like, even right now in life, like, I had to go back and watch them, but, like, I needed that word. So it's been really good. Yeah, it's been really good. Absolutely. So episode seven, Renew Your Soul, we're really talking about self-care. So Mm -hmm. you've gone through the journey of getting your identity, you know, and discovering who you are, discovering whose you are. Yeah. And you've done the work to set the boundaries. You've done the work to identify, you know, areas of opportunity in your life that needed boundaries in those areas. You're putting the work in, right? You've got your affirmations going. So like all the good things should be happening right now. Or, you know, if you're intentional about growing and evolving and redefining yourself, the work is being put in. So now is the time to discover, like my sister would say, harmony. Right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So I'm Noelle Lawhorn with Show and Sell with Noelle is my social media handles. You can also find our podcast at Redefining You Pod on all social media platforms coming soon to TikTok. And then this lovely gym <laughs> sitting next to me is... I'm Brittany. I'm also known as Be The CEO on Instagram, YouTube, the owner of Gym Fit, which today is brought to you. We are sponsoring this episode today so look at this outfit she has on dope right i love it <laughs> she loves some gym fit I do. and also what i have on is an outfit from gym fit and this is just part of how we renew our soul how we take care of ourselves sometimes we just want to be comfortable and then this is the perfect outfit so definitely go to the gymfitapparel.com and you will find all of this plus more Awesome. Thanks. Uh, be the CEO and Jim Fit. Absolutely. So as renew your soul. The first thing that we really would like to talk about really is self-care. So we think that that's like one of the biggest advantages of renewing your soul is really mm-hmm. taking the moment and doing the intentional work to love on yourself, take right. care of yourself. Because right. in in the world, we take care of everybody else. Like we are so involved, especially if you have children, then you're catering to your children and mm-hmm. it just finished graduation season. So, oh my God, we were back and forth, buying balloons, cards, showing up for this school play, yep. going to graduation practice, taking them to graduation. So it's like all these responsibilities are on us. 
And one of the easiest things for us to do is say yes all the time and forget ourselves. Forget about ourselves. Right. And so I wanted to give y'all this tidbit, mentalhealthfirstaid.org is a great resource where they are discussing how and why to practice self-care. And one thing that we talked about in a previous podcast, which is mental health challenges have definitely tripled since the pandemic. And so it's a high concern for our society right now. And we know that with people doing the ups and downs of life and working, responsibilities, children, then self-care has to be a priority. At some point, we're all encouraging others to take a moment to stop, breathe, and take care of themselves, right? And then also on the site, it says, engaging in self-care routine has been clinically proven to reduce and eliminate anxiety and depression, stress, increase happiness, and so much more. I like to always give you guys the facts. So one of the things about self-care is in a national survey, Americans cited the benefits of self-care as enhanced self-confidence at 64%. 67% of the surveyors said it increased their productivity and 71% said that it increased and enhanced their happiness. I can so, believe that. Yes. Yeah. So it's a beautiful way. Like, honestly, is what is an obstacle or challenge when you participate in self-care? For people to do it. Oh, that's good. I'm trying even, to say nothing. No. I think self-care is a lot harder for people. So we have harmonized this in our life, right? Mm -hmm. This is usually it's always been part of us, and it's just a thing that we do. Right. But to be honest, it's really hard for people to do. Like most people think of self-care of oh, let me go get my nails done, mm -hmm. and or let me just go get a massage and go get a facial. If right. that, if some mm -hmm. people even do that. Or let me lay around in the bed all day. And to some people, yes, that is part of it. Right. But honestly, it's way more. And why I'm saying this is because as a nurse, so many times I have to remind my patients' families to go take care of themselves. Oh, yes. So many times, like, to be honest, sometimes I'll see caretakers mm -hmm. stress or lose their life because they're stressed over taking care of the people uh -huh. who uh -huh. are sick, but honestly end up doing well because they have no stress right. or they're just dealing with that one thing where caretakers are dealing with that person and being their support system, but their health is going down because they're not eating, they're not drinking, they're right. not even thinking about themselves. Right. So for me, this topic goes a lot deeper because I watch people not take care of themselves and forget themselves all the time. So I am a huge, huge, huge advocate of take care of you. You'll always hear me say that, oh, take care of you. Absolutely. Because you come first. You can't help anybody else. You can't pour into me if you haven't poured into yourself yeah. first. You can't like pour on, from an empty cup. Absolutely not. On, mm -hmm. a, on an airplane, they tell you to put your mask on, your oxygen mask, before you help somebody else. Absolutely. I think that is the obstacle, remembering and knowing how to and what to do. So many people don't know those things. Absolutely. So, so. speaking of, God, that's so good. That's so good. And that, that's so true. Like mm -hmm. it is a known thing that typically the the responsible party or the person who's caring for a loved one actually is the first to go. Mm -hmm. And that's so sad to realize it's like the weight of the world is stressing them out and it's on their shoulders. And it's really like, you know, take time to take care of you. And I love that as, as an RN, you're able to tell your clients like, 
your you know your loved one is in good hands with me today go go do something for you go yep. take care of you you know their health is improving while the current moment that they're in you know in my care go take care of you that's beautiful that's really i i commend you hats off to you i take care of a lot i do a lot of you do family. a lot you but do a lot when you get sick <laughs> She was like, don't call me. Mm -mm. Find Brittany somewhere. And I'm like, Lord. Listen, I'll tell you the heartbeat. If you, can, <laughs> if you catch a cold in my house, I quarantine you to the room, close the door, and put a towel so your air, your cold, your your sickness, and your cold air goes oh, yeah. into the rest of the home. And then, oh, my favorite part is I like to knock with a tray of food and say, your soup is ready now. Take off running. And people... Listen, my family know they be like, you know what? Like we feel so alone when she takes care of us. No, I'm right here. Listen, she'll call to get the information from whoever what to figure out what we need to do. But as far as taking care of you, what do you what do you need? Let me call my sister. I'll call you back. Stay in the room though. Stay there. Don't come out at all. Don't breathe in the rest of that. That's so terrible. Y'all pray for me. I'm getting better though. And I think it was really I had to learn. <laughs> self-care i had to learn self-care practices along my healing journey and that's what really helps me be able to look at my loved ones and be able to say okay you need to slow down you you need to take a, a epsom salt bath with eucalyptus or you know whatever you need to do whatever it takes to relax and de-stress kind of deal and that's been so crucial right like it's so important and i i agree with you i think i was going to say nothing is really like the non-benefit for doing self-care but like you said i think it's the the mental block that we have where we don't slow down and we can't say no yeah. so when we talked about setting boundaries in the previous episode this is where the no counts mm -hmm. like make your yes expensive Absolutely. This is where the no that you say is really going to, it's it really is going to have an impact and an influence on your tomorrow when you wake up. Right. Because what are the odds, like what is the obstacle, again, of saying no to something in the temporary, right? Mm -hmm. I know for me, I had to learn this as a real estate agent yeah. because I really had to learn this even in past corporate America too, where I had to realize like, my family is a part of my pillars, right? Mm -hmm. They are a big part of my establishment and who I am and mm -hmm. what I find myself in when I'm doing balance in my life. Mm -hmm. My family is a the huge pillar. It's my faith and my family come next, mm -hmm. right? And so I had to learn to set the boundary and say and have a cutoff time forward. Mm -hmm. Right? So in real estate, it's 8:30 p.m. My work phone is off so that I can focus on my family yeah. because one, you're not showing any houses that late at night anyway. And then also that house will still be there tomorrow morning when I get up. Right. But I can't get back the moment when we're sitting down watching Netflix together and laughing and watching our favorite TV shows and eating popcorn, having pillow fights. I can't get those moments back. I can't right. get back the moments where we teach our daughters how to handle money through the Monopoly game and making them the banker right. and watch it. And, you know, it's fun for us. Those laughs and those memorable moments are crucial, mm -hmm. but they all started with the boundary set of no, mm -hmm. and then learning that they are a part of my routine. Right. I was going to say that is all self-care that yeah. people don't think about or because of because those are part of your pillars. And I, if you really think about it, we can take self-care and put them in categories because... Yeah. You do need that community time to bond with other people in your family. 
to bring that. So you have you first and then you may have whatever's next. So yeah. I love that you said that because people don't think of that too, of like mm -hmm. cutting everything off, bones, everything, yeah. and just being in community with your family or yeah. like-minded people or whatever, just to have face-to-face -face conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> So I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's talk about that. So I'm going to come back to you mm -hmm. with a question about like what self-care means to you. Uh -huh. So I'm give you some time to think on that. While I explain like self-care goals, <laughs> self-care goals, again, according to mentalhealthfirstaid.org. So you set some goals for your self-care. So we're going to explain in depth what self-care looks like for the two of us yeah. and give some examples in this episode. But I also wanted to say, like, you know, one of the biggest things about us as people, we need to have a vision. We need to have a mm -hmm. goal in place mm -hmm. so we can strive to meet that goal, mm -hmm. right? And so the goals for self-care hopefully clarify the vision for you mm -hmm. so that you can actually dedicate your time and become disciplined in them, right? So some of the goals for self-care can be taking care of your physical and psychological health, managing and reducing your stress, recognizing your emotional and spiritual needs, fostering and sustaining relationships and connections, and achieving balance in the different areas of your life. Mm -hmm. I think that is five beautiful goals Absolutely. to have whenever you're sitting down and you want to look at how can I increase or how can I implement self-care into my routine, right? Right. Great journal topics for those of you that's picked up journaling. Thanks to Redividing You podcast. Right. Great journal topics for you, which are, these are the five goals and areas of self-care. Now, how can you increase these and how can you implement some type of action mm -hmm. in each one of those, right? Right, right. I think that's beautiful. All right. What is self-care to you? What does it look like to you? So to add on really quick to what you're saying, I think what you're exactly what you just said goes back to your vision of who you're becoming. So it honestly, you can go back and look in all those notes or the different episodes that we had about creating this new version of you. And if you look back in those, you should be able to see what that person looks like, what that person does on a normal everyday routine. And yeah, I'll get into mine because then I'm, I'll break down all of those different things too. So. I love that. I just wanted to add that to that. So self-care is also a part of self-love for me. And for me, it's not just about the physical things that you're doing to take care of you. So whether, yes, I believe getting your hair done, your nails done, taking time just to relax, massages, all those things are definitely a part of self-care for me those things help me to just take a minute and relax and unwind mm -hmm. and just get away from the normal hustle and bustle but the real things that really renew my soul are the it's the routine i have set up for myself every day okay. and weekly so for me spiritually i gotta read my bible I got to be in my Bible. Me and God got to have plenty of talks throughout the day. That's number one. Two, it is getting to the gym and working out and just getting my endurance going, strengthening, going and eating right on top of that for the majority because I like good food. Southern girl. So all of those things play a part because now those those shift how I feel throughout the day. Yeah. And how I feel shifts how I'm feeling also because I'm such a emotional slash logic person. They, I go in and out of both of them. 
if I'm feeling good, it's going to shift my mind keep it to think good. Yeah. So therefore, I'm going to make great decisions and I'm going to logically think instead of staying in just an emotional space. Right. So mm -hmm. it shifts everything for me. It shifts my whole entire day. And so reading a good book throughout the day or at night or whatever, having a night, a nighttime routine is also part of that. On Sundays are my specific days where I sit and I say, okay, today is my day that I'm going to take care of me and I'm going to do my own facial. I'm going to do all these different things for me to like set myself up for the week. So for me, it's a roundabout thing. It's not just one thing of where people, I feel like we get stuck on this physical time that we spend just taking care of ourselves. For me, it's saying no when I also need to say no. Right. No, I can't go there today. No, I can't do that today. I don't have the capacity. It's really about filling my cup first and getting back to what's my basics that makes me feel like who I am and who I'm becoming. As long as there are things that are filling me up or habits that are filling me up into who I'm moving into, mm -hmm. that is part of my self-care. That makes sense. I feel like yeah. I went all the way around, but... I throw different puzzles to make the whole entire different, whole entire thing make sense. But that's just what it is. It's not just one specific thing. It's right. a whole circle for me. No, yeah, I, I love it. I love exactly what you said. You know, like when we talk about the five goals, like you talked about how you working out, you handle starting your day spiritually and getting a spiritual alignment, then you working out increases your endorphins and right. in your mind and you have mental clarity. Yeah, that's goal number five, which is helping you achieve balance, right? It's keeping right. your emotions at bay with also incorporating the logic so mm -hmm. the balance piece can happen for you. Right. So I, I love it, but I, I love that that's the way that we're looking at it. We've given the five goals. Now here's the examples of what we do right. in order to help, you know, us achieve the goal of taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And I 100% agree with you. Like I can list off all, you know, all of the things, right? Like yeah. my spiritual routine is waking up, reading the Bible in the morning, praise and worship song and music as well and then i have a daily sermon that i listen to and then also trying to end my night with prayer and also incorporating reading the bible more mm -hmm. so if i look at my self-care goals it took me i remember the journey mm -hmm. of like trying to get in the habit of reading the bible right yeah. now i'm at the phase and everybody's gonna be at different stages of their yeah. healing journey right and now i'm at the stage where i'm trying to increase I'm trying to elevate in different areas of my life. So I'm looking at my routine and trying to increase or steward over it and prep for the level of elevation that I'm going to. And so I'm looking at my routine and saying, how can I pour and give more into me? Because whenever I do reach this next level, this next elevation, I want to be the best version of me. So I've got to increase this. I no longer can go from the baby version of self-care that I started with, just reading the Bible once a day, maybe a scripture. Now I'm reading whole books in the Bible. I'm reading whole chapters. And so it requires me to be in the word a little bit longer in the day, right? Mm -hmm. So I love that. That is definitely taking care of that spiritual need that you have, right? Now for me, a big thing for my self-care routine is managing the stress. I will piggyback of what, what you said, which is the self-care Sundays mm -hmm. and, you know, just learning to do facials to myself, right? Like having a facial routine, a skin routine, right? 
I am plain Jane. Like <laughs> everyone knows, I am, I am plain Jane. Like literally, no colors to my hair, nothing. Right? I still wear over the counter makeup. Right. But it works in my for my skin. And now, like, I've just I'm learning in this period to have other products, you know, to use like a soft cleanser and also, you know, some some body scrubs and stuff to remove the dead skin. And then I soak in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. You know, I do my Epsom salt baths where I soak in the tub and I turn music on, I have my candles burning. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a thing. whole vibe. It's, it's a, a whole. And you should have that. Yes. And then I, I, I limit myself to like a 20, 30 minute bath. And then I try to like cut that in half and I try to read a book in there. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the bathroom is the place in my house that I can lock everyone out of. Yeah. I love that room. <laughs> okay. So I, I lock the door and then I'm able to split my time between relaxation, which is reading, which is reading and then also listening to music and just vibing out. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are, that's how I managed and helped myself reduce the stress that I had. And just taking that moment in the tub, it puts a pause like pause for the cause moment on my life that gives me a moment to just breathe, deep breathing. Another good thing for me is I've learned to meditate mm -hmm. and I love meditation. Okay. So going through the phase of like increasing my relationship with God, I was a little afraid of yoga and meditation. Like I was like, oh, these have like these connotations behind them. Like I don't really want to get into the but I've learned, it's like, even scripture says meditate on the word. It does. Right? And so I'm learning how to meditate and just like that deep breathing. It's everything because I'm learning to breathe in mm -hmm. and manifest what I need right. and excel and breathe out what no longer serves me. Right. And I just focus that on a daily basis, mm -hmm. five days a week. Just sit down in order to motivate myself. I went and bought these cute little pillows, these floor <laughs> pillows that you sit on. And so I sit in Indian style with my coffee and my Bible right. and my music. And I just focus on breathing the first five minutes. And then I dig in and I meditate on the word and I get that word deep in me. Mm -hmm. And then I journal while I sit there. Right. And so it's taken just all in all meditation took me to another level another because level. now I'm journaling twice a day. I'm getting my thoughts out and my emotions and my feelings which, like you said in return, is making me operate in self-control more. Mm -hmm. And now I'm more logical, I'm more disciplined, and it just increased my level of leadership into my businesses as well. So just all in all, just my relationships at home and making sure that they're sustaining and they're healthy because I'm at a controlled, disciplined place, right? Right. But let me not story, because like, the 5 a.m. wake up to meditate because that's what everybody is asleep in the house. It's no joke. Like, it does require discipline. Discipline. Mm -hmm. So when you're asking, when the question is, what is self-care to you? Self-care to me is self-love. Absolutely. And self-love, like discipline is the highest version of self-love. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who said that, but shout out to you who gave that quote, because it really helped me focus back in on self-care and self-love. <laughs> and so in doing that, I even had to take a weekend trip or well, midweek. I keep saying it's a weekend, but I just got off the flight last night. So mm -hmm. it's, it was a midweek trip. Right. And it was like literally no plans, blank slate. Let me go to this city 
and I'm going to look up and we'll eat whatever is close and nearby where we walk. And like, I have no intentions. Be content. Contentment. Mm-hmm. Peace. And that was, it was really like I did it so I could reset my clock mm-hmm. and so I can come back and I can be more, you know, energized. I can be more pro- productive in my work. And it just was, it was what I needed. So mm-hmm. travel is a part of my self-care routine as well. Mm-hmm. I have to I sometimes be itching. I know. To get on a flight. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I need to hear my bag, my luggage roll <laughs> to the airport. Right. And shout out to Babe because he had to help me do my recording so that you can see my feet in the luggage only. And he was like, why would, why do you need this video? Because it's so important. You need to listen to the sound. It's It's therapeutic to me. And so that is just, these are just my examples. Like these are the things that, you know, put me in my highest form and loving myself and getting back in balance and harmonizing all the different aspects of my life. And we, you you know, we work out like, you know, head to toe in gym fit because Mm -hmm. it's comfortable. When you see me in gym fit, right. it is a symbol that I am operating in a space of self-love that day, right? Yeah, you mentioned the physical aspect, the physical appearance part, which your curls are popping, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Actually, it's well, it's hair days. I'm supposed to wash my hair. I have a wash day, too, for me, for Lauren. It's so... I could go into our routines. It's it's a lot. But I think you should put a lot into taking care of yourself. We yeah. put so much into mm-hmm. everything and everybody else. I think you should. And just to piggyback kind of off, you said, like, as you elevate your routine changes, it doesn't have to stay the same. It's going to change because, like you said, yeah. you've gotten busier. So now... Mm-hmm. Uh, you that discipline has to kick in yeah. because you have to put you first. But I believe that discipline turns into a habit and then it's a desire. And so now it's like you're not even making yourself do it to get into a routine. It's just automatic. So that 530 wake up five. Yeah, it's no joke. But now your body's used to it. You just Yeah. And the boundary that came with it. Right. Mm. Because I had to in order to can sustain that new routine. I needed to set a boundary and go to bed earlier at right. night, right? right? I can always tell when I miss my 5.30 wake up and my 5 a.m. wake up. It's nine times out of 10 because I stayed up too late nice the night before. I didn't say no. I didn't close the laptop early enough, you know? I agree. Or I was on social media aimlessly scrolling through, right? right? Mm-hmm. And it was like I lost track of the vision mm-hmm. of my goal, which is waking up at 5 in the morning and setting my time to get spiritually balanced psycho mentally balanced right physically balanced because it it does meditation in the deep breaths and practicing really has a proven result of helping you de-stress your body in your mind it clears out your mental space and but that boundary had to be set you know i had to shut everybody down the whole household down like listen y'all can stay up and 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 have as much fun as y'all want but i gotta go to bed because right. I'm, I am getting up in the morning and I am focused on this moment and the benefit of it though, mm-hmm. it trickle. It's a it, self care is it has a trickle effect, right? So the benefit of it is when we talk about goal number four, right? Which is or yeah, goal number four, which is fostering sustaining relationships. The benefit of me getting up at five in the morning, focusing on these few areas and these actions that I'm doing. 
I actually spend that time praying and covering my family. Your family. You cover your family. You cover your household. Mm -hmm. So you're like Mm -hmm. prioritizing your priorities. Yes. That's That's exactly. That's all it is. It really is. And it it has beautiful effects from Mm -hmm. it. The family thrives. Like I can tell the days that I miss. I'm telling you, if you get to the point where you get disciplined (laughs) and dedicated to something, you will feel the days whenever you you do not fulfill that, Mm -hmm. you know, that obligation or Mm -hmm. that priority that day because it'll seem like something is off. And God forbid that um, I miss those days back to back in a row. I'm really off at that point, right? And I can just tell. And it starts, it's almost like you said, it's like the overflow of the cup, right? When my cup is depleting itself, I don't have any overflow going into my family. And so they feel depleted. Everybody's tired. We're laying around. We're walking on eggshells. Nobody wants to say anything because we're like, ooh, I can feel the tension in the air, you know? Anything can make someone snap. And But you can always tell when that covering is there and that protection, that hedge of protection over the family in order to make sure that we're able to walk in balance and feel whole Mm -hmm. as individuals. And then our family has a a wholeness atmosphere within our household. It fosters peace. It does. It absolutely does. And I don't know if people see that also. The benefits of taking care of you and how it affects everybody else like I know a lot of people like to say that saying of happy wife happy life right and I've heard happy spouse happy Happy house yeah and I really do like that one because Mm -hmm. both spouses should be you know in harmony and so I like that because you know I feel like and not to give not to put women in a specific category but a lot of times we are covering our house and we are covering our family and when you see that you're thriving you see the difference in your family and how they yeah. thrive and so it like you said it becomes a must of like oh no we are out of whack let me get back into my routine and when you get back into your routine everything just falls in place so i love that yeah i love that for you i love that for you and your household yes yes <laughs> so it's not easy but it's not it's rewarding and it's it is a priority for me because i need their connection they mm-hmm. are a part of you know feeding into it's, my love language yeah they are the part of how i give and receive love yeah and so i need those relationships mm-hmm. in in my house you know what i'm saying and then also just in general like just think about us right mm-hmm. like the other side of this relationships and connections, it trick if you really dedicate your time and get disciplined with your self-care and being the highest form of self-love, you'll realize how it impacts everyone around Everybody you. Everyone you. around you that is connected to you will feel and be blessed by that from you, right? And it's just even so like when you and I went through the personal training, it was like, hey, you see how dedicated I am to going to these these studio and these personal training appointments. Right. Come on, sis, like just put some temporary time in and just really dedicate to doing it. And that held us accountable to one another, right? right? And we improved physically, like Mm -hmm. mentally, everything. Like it was really what our bodies needed and we got into the best shape of our lives. And it was like, we were doing it together, but I can count on one hand how many actual sessions we did together. Right. It was just the fact (laughs) of knowing that you know, that like me going and that ripple effect or that trickling of effect that self-love has and self-care has 
it was adding to my routine and it's like hey sis i need you to get routine mm-hmm. like this is going to make you feel better and so that that was a big one as right. well we talked in previous episodes about like my parentals and helping them be able to say no you you have to say no mm-hmm. you guys are wanting to step into retirement but you're doing it all mm-hmm you have to say no. You have to delegate some of these tasks in order to remove yourself to buy back your time and freedom right. to be able to do the things that you love. And so that's another key piece to dedicating and being disciplined with self-love is saying no and being able to operate in that freedom. No distractions. No distractions. I I can say for me, like, I feel like God's had me in isolation. And honestly, at first it was really, (laughs) it was like, what? But it's the best thing. Because sometimes isolation is self-love too. Absolutely. And you begin to see things and people and situations completely different. And that is part of self-love. You take a step back and you get back into the vision that you set for yourself and you get focused. And that is definitely, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you have to back away from things and people and allow God to do his work in wherever he's taking you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to just get content with you and him. You get content with you and him, well, he'll show you some stuff. But I, I can respect people I've learned to not even just respect, but appreciate people who have those boundaries to say no or to say, I don't have the capacity or to say, well, I really need to do this for me right now. And I'll get back to you. Like most people, honestly, we always talk about our boundaries, but we never talk about when somebody else has boundaries and how we get offended by it. Yes. But most people get offended by other people's boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so... I can respect people who have those and can say, yeah, no, right. uh-uh, that's not going to work mm-hmm. for me. Or no, I don't do this anymore. No, I can't go there or whatever. That's a whole nother level of self-love because they appreciate who they are. They appreciate who they're becoming. They are, and, if, and if they already know who they are and exactly wherever they're going, they're like, nah, that throws me off track yeah. and I got to stay focused. So that's a whole nother level of self-love, self-appreciation and staying focused. And so there's just all these different ways of self-love and self-care that I'm glad we got to bring up that most people don't think that's a part of it. Yeah. So yes, it's the physical things and physical activities that we go and do. However, it is taking a step back or putting yourself in a certain community to say, okay, I want to be with these like-minded people because I'm focused on where I'm going and what I'm doing. And these people do those things. So Mm -hmm. let me be around those people two times out the week or three times out the week. And let me stay focused there because they are going to push me into purpose, push me into the next things I'm doing and help elevate me. Mm -hmm. And elevation can happen slowly, quickly, in so many different ways. However, you have to constantly be prepared for it. You don't want to get to this place where God's brought you and you're not prepared. So staying prepared for it means always taking care of the now, stewarding the now. And that's just self-love in general. I wanted to piggyback that. You know, I always got to get the word, right? (laughs) Right. And so the word is, right? The word says, the good book says that love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Right. Right. And so we always like to turn that and it's like, oh, as a Christian, I should be loving everyone. Right. And then now we're cycled ourselves into people pleasing. Right. 
But mm -hmm. if you really understand the word, because when there's a comma or conjunctions, mm -hmm. you need to understand the function of it, right? Right. But it says, love thy neighbor as I love thyself, which means you loved you first. Right. That's self-love. Mm -hmm. That's self-care. That's prioritizing you first. Right. And when you prioritize you first, then you can love thy neighbor. You can love those family members. And just like you said, we in society, we like to get offended first once when, when you are actually a part of the person's boundary, right? We want to get offended first, but it's like actually respecting and accepting that person's boundary is another form of love that you have for that person. That is giving love to that person, which allows them to receive the love in return and still prioritize their self-love. Right. And it just, it, that's what I said, self-care literally has, we say obedience has a ripple effect, but self-care has a trickle-down effect. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it literally comes down and any and everybody connected to you, anchored to you, they all feel the benefits of it. Like I just can't think of anything that mm -hmm. is not beneficial about taking care of yourself besides the fact that you know and some people yeah we have naysayers that are going to say you know it's wasted time and you or whatever absolutely not because think about how much time we waste on social media go in your settings and look at the analytics of how much time you spent on a social media platform and i'm one of those people like myself level my self-care routine had to be up a notch because social media is not a part of it it's absolutely not a part. Sometimes I forget that I haven't been on social media and that I have a business to run on social media because I, I just be living life or I stay in my peace. Right. <laughs> but even just, the, you know, my 30-minute soaks in the bathtub, right, allows me the opportunity to clear my head, get into worship, get spiritually aligned, read my book, and, and increase my mental, you know, capacity, right? Mm -hmm. And then... Literally, that 30 minutes sometimes opens up hours of productivity for me. Right. Where I get on the computer and I am at the most creative I've ever been. I can go knock out content like nobody's business. Right. I can go follow up and lead generate like no one's business because my mind, my mental clarity, my vision is back in front of me. And it's like, oh, and my cup is full. Like, I'm like, oh, I can breathe better. I feel better. I'm not worried or thinking about what tomorrow brings. I can only focus on what I'm going to do right now and hope that takes me to the next level and opens another door and opportunity for me in the future. And so it's just, it's too beneficial for us to skip out. So I'm going to leave you with this question because I think we did some great examples. <laughs> like, I really hope you guys are encouraged and inspired to go either implement self-care routine or increase yours. I was about to say, step it up a notch. <laughs> what can you do to step up your self-care routine a notch? I think I've already started it. One, the 5 a.m. I've made that a habit. It's, it used to be only two or three, one or two days. I now do it seven days. It, wow. it is a, it's every day I get up at 5.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. And I can tell if I miss it. And I've literally gotten focused on what my day looks like as far as making sure those things I have to have are implemented. And if I get out of it, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I am huge on getting back into it. And as I get busy, as God busies me and starts helping me move into these things he's have me implementing, I have gotten really, I've had self-talks of like, listen, we will not get off track. 
of what you have created because those things that you have created those routines and those habits have gotten you here yeah if you get away from that that now fall yeah so they have to harmonize together i don't care how we figure it out and for me honestly this is just me i don't move without god i don't move without instruction and so I, that means I have to be in his presence. That means I have to get up at 5.30 a.m. so that I now know how to move throughout my day and receive the instructions I'm supposed to receive. And when I receive those, my creativity goes through the roof. Like you said, my family, they move and shift the way they need to and everybody flows. Yeah. I don't deviate from that. And that is my thing. That's how I stepped it up. I, like, And I recently did that. I do want to read. I do. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to read more books. I'm a person who can read it, like listen to uh, have audible books. So I want to read more. But the Bible is my favorite right now because it's such a good book. I get so much out of it. It's like so it's such, slow. Listen, and every time I get in there, I find I like the hidden things I said, man, listen, it's my favorite book, honestly. But I do, I would like to read more books. I know KJ and I were talking about that at one point. So I think that's one thing I want to step up, trying to read at night. But it's so hard because I love reading the Bible at night too. But that's one thing that I definitely think, just off the top of my head, just adding more books to read. Well, I definitely encourage you to do that. Books are a part of my routine. Yeah. Like you've seen me go through all these different novels and books and stuff that I'm reading. Yeah. So what I what I would encourage you to do is read the spiritual self-help books. Right. Because they are only going to enhance and coincide with the word that you're reading. Right. So, you know, we have our favorite authors and, you know, absolutely pastors and bishops yeah. and leaders that we listen to. Pick up one of their, pick up some of their books. And yeah. you and I have read a few together. Yeah. So I definitely, I have one that I'm like, itching to get into right now we're reading the business self-help book right now gotcha. but i definitely need you to get this book because like i'm oh, I, i've wanted this book for years <laughs> and like we spend money on everything else right, right i don't right. know why i didn't buy this 15 book but I, it's always timing is everything and so i just got the book and now i'm like through the business book i'll get it hopefully like i'm trying to flip through it so quickly because i'm itching to get into this book but i really i really feel like this book is going to open expand our world because i love what you said right now we are in this season where our vision is being enhanced mm -hmm. what we thought we saw for ourselves is now being increased and enhanced and so self-care was our way of saying like, oh my God, all of this is happening. We tried to grip onto the air. Yeah. You know, you ever fall in mid-air, right? And so that's what it felt like we were gripping onto all these things. It's like, we're just trying to hold on to balance. Yeah. And so we both had to remind ourselves like we got to get back into our routines. Mm -hmm. And so we started to, we talk on the phone about it all the time. And so that's how she's able to say she's doing that. But it, they say the secret to life is somewhere hidden in a book. So if we read right. these books, oh my God, the, like my mind is expanded beyond what I could even get my fingertips on. Right. So um, I love that for him. Yeah. I'm I'm just going to say easily, I have to get the 5 a.m. at least five days a week because I was doing 5.30, but then I increased it to 5 a.m. So I see, let me give myself some grace. This is that yeah. self-care, that self-talk and right. self-encouragement. Let me give myself some grace because I started at 5.30 for two days a week. Now I'm at 5 a.m. for two days a week. So now I'd like to push it to 5 a.m. five days a week. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I would get there, hopefully, to the seven days 
a week. And that is specifically the 5 a.m. wake up so that I can meditate and focus on pray, praying and covering my family and just taking care of me. So that's what I would like to do. Now we throw it to you guys. What is something that you can do starting today to incorporate into your self-care routine? Drop it in the comments. We'd love to hear about it. Of course, you have easy accountability partners right here. Absolutely. We will follow up. We'll look in your stories, yeah. follow you on social media to see, hey, you know, if journaling was the thing that you put down, I need to see the journal open with words in it, in your story, right? But no, seriously, like we just encourage self-care routine because as this entire conversation has been, it's the benefits are like life-changing. The are. benefits are a major part of redefining yourself and they, they are. are what you need in this moment mm -hmm. to basically renew your soul and rebuild yourself back Absolutely. to what you're going to redefine yourself as. And as you elevate and go into these because you're going to change and there's moments where things are going to change slowly. And then there's the times when things are going to change rapidly, right. suddenly, quickly, swiftly, all of those things. You still have to have this thing that keeps you because what we always say, oh, I got to get back to the basics. And when you hear us say that, yes. that is me. I got to get back to my routine because I'm getting out of it and things are starting to get a little chaotic and I don't know what's happening. That means get back to your routine. Yep. So if you have that routine already there, at least start practicing it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it becomes a habit and then it becomes a desire that you don't have to even think about it. It just happens now. Like, yeah. honestly, I just wake up at 530. I don't have to think about it. Sometimes I don't even have an alarm. I wake wow. up at five because my body's so used to it. Yeah. And now because I've done all these things throughout the day, 930, I'm t don't call me after 930. I'm tired. I'm asleep. Yeah. And I leave I my child up half the time. Yeah. <laughs> because she thinks it's summer and she's like, I'm like, I am asleep because... I'm done. I, I leave everybody. Good night. <laughs> Sometimes we say good night because I don't want them to ask me no questions. So I have to stop and talk. I am on a mission. I have eyelids shut by 10 p.m. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. You know what? I, I, I forgot. I, I wore my ring today, right? So I wanted to point this out, too. So I recall way back in the beginning of my self-care journey, right? Yeah. Journey. And my therapist was recommending that, like, I sit down and I write out. My, obviously my goals, it wasn't communicated that way, but it's like your goals for self-care, right? I was more tasked to sit down and journal out like different things I wanted to do with self-care, right? Mm -hmm. And of course me, like bullet this all out in my journal, right? <laughs> not, it, you know, I, I was not who I am today back then. And you can right. tell in the journals, but I bullet all of this stuff out, right? And then I was like overwhelmed. I was like, oh my God, who's gonna do all this? Who has time to do all this? I don't have time to eat on a day, mm -hmm. but I yet I'm talking about soaking in the tub five days a week. Who has time to do this, right? And so I began to feel anxious because I felt like I was out of control of being able to actually dedicate my time to these items and these routines and you know, these actions that I, I wanted to do. I understood easily that they were what I needed to be doing, right? right? But I got overwhelmed and anxious looking at the list of like, how am I gonna incorporate this? Mm -hmm. Right. And lo and behold, I took two of them and I just started on two. Yeah. And I got I got better. And then, you know, they say 21 days makes a habit. Right. And so I did them and then I find out like, oh, a month and a half has passed. Oh, I'm still doing them. And I began to become proud of myself. 
And I went and bought myself a promise ring mm -hmm. to myself, right? Just a little cute Pandora ring, right? But I bought this ring because it is a daily reminder that is on my body to say, Noah, love yourself first today. Yep. Take care of you today. Mm -hmm. Do something. And so it's to the point now where every single day I do something to love on me. Yep. And even if it is just putting my ring on, it's just the reminder to say, we're going to discuss and we are. I'm going to operate in a place of self-love today. Mm -hmm. I love it. Because I got to love me first. You do. We want it, people, we want to be in relationships and all these things and have all these connections and, you know, situationships. But we have to love us first. Self-love is first in all of it. You love you, you won't have a situation ship. But I'm going to leave that there. Drop. Like, <laughs> seriously. I'm just saying that because oh, I'm about to bring up the coin. <laughs> because you know that you deserve 100%. Those nine coins, the par this is the parable of the coin, the missing coin. Those nine coins, she swept and swept and swept and swept and swept until she found that one because she knew how important yeah. that 10th coin was. Yeah. And you know, once you figure out who you are and whose you are, you know how big that 100% that, that is. Nine is a deficit. 10 is the whole thing. And you deserve the whole thing. And what God has for you is greater and bigger than you could ever believe or think. Yeah. And so wait on it, wait on it and keep walking into what you're called to do. And, and waiting can be for the right opportunity for business, the right relationship, the right whatever it is that you're waiting on, wait on it and improve you through these habits until you get there. Right, because you are what you attract. And like you said, 10 is a number of completion, right? It's like what they say in Psalms, right? It's it's like, I, have, I shall not want, right? What does he mean by I shall not want? It means I have nothing to ask for because I am content in me. I have everything that I need within me, right? And so that's what self-love does. Yeah. Even in those moments when you feel a little down, you love yourself enough to have self-talk to do, encourage yourself to do a little bit more. Just right. a, just make another extra step. But that is what it takes. And it's like, if you are attracting situationships and emotionally unattached to people, turn inward, look inward. Because it honestly, you'd likely to find that you're settling for less than you deserve. Right. And therefore, what do you think of yourself mm -hmm. that you would settle for anything less? That's why the parable of the lost coin, the 10th coin meant everything because it made a completion, a wholeness. So when you become whole, you're likely to attract another whole human being. You're likely to attract wholeness around you, whatever that situation may be. Maybe, maybe it's a career. Like it's just operating as your best self. Mm -hmm. on a daily base and we're not perfect god no. knows we have our days absolutely not but that's why we say back <laughs> to the basics like we'll call each other basics. text each other i gotta get back to the basics and she knew i gotta get back to the basics so what did i need to do i had been i had gotten my massage i had gotten my wax it's like all these things i was doing all these self-care things and i still felt like i just there was the balance wasn't there mm -hmm. so What's one piece that I was missing? I was missing the sound of my luggage rolling through the airport. So I got that's a back to the basics that's for me. Back to the so I got on the flight. I hopped right. on the flight. It's just a couple of days in a new city. And so 
we're just encouraging you to like it it's just self-care has a trickle-down effect it affects it all areas of your life and the people surrounding you so why not develop a routine today it's it's really that important it's really life-changing because as you develop this and you become better at becoming you you realize your world begins to change everything around you even community even people things environment everything changes yeah. so take that time to develop yourself and that happens in the self-love self-care transition i like to say Absolutely. because that's what it is you're transitioning into new habits into new spaces and in everything changes that's all i can say yeah. everything changes from taking care of you absolutely you're so. renewing your soul you are and we purposely i don't know if you guys have been catching the titles of each episode <laughs> right. but like renew your soul we could have said renew yourself yeah we said renew your soul which is your soul is your deepest form of you I was going to say it's that deep. It's that deep. <laughs> it's that your soul deep. is the deepest form of you. Yeah. It's the place where your spiritual and yourself come into pure alignment. It's yep. your soul. So renewing your soul is going into that deep place mm -hmm. to love into that deep place mm -hmm. and to take care of self-care, take care of that deep place. And out of that flows everything else. That's where wholeness comes from. Mm -hmm. When you think about what wholeness is and you hear all these people talk about becoming whole, you know, happy, healed, and whole. What is wholeness? It is the renewal of your soul. That's all. It's whether your soul is revolutionized and now you re redefined yourself to come into this beautiful, well-balanced mm -hmm. person who lives a life of harmony. So get into your routines, ladies and gents. So we, we are on it. And so, yeah, y'all will catch me 5 a.m. Monday through Friday wake-ups. You heard it first here. I'm dedicating myself <laughs> to it. And I'm definitely adding some books to my list to read. So, like she said, definitely drop in the comments. What is one thing you're adding to your routine or you're starting to start a routine? Let's talk about it. Let's get this thing going. And we'll be your accountability partners. See you next episode.